Co-founders and chief operating officer for the Stafford Boxing Club Incorporated, our nonprofit organization, which is a yearly mentoring program for at-risk youth in the community. So we will be able to teach financial literacy, communication, discipline, decision-making, as well as campaigning for a premium education. These are the foundation for the Stafford Boxing Club, these 20 mentees in our program here at Panola Way Elementary School. 20 years from now, Stafford Boxing mentees will be known across the world. Hello and welcome to the Stafford Boxing Report. Monday, April 10th, 2023. I am Sheila Stafford, AKA Lady Stafford. Boy, you already know who I am, the big Stafford. That is no cappuccino. What's up, everybody? What's good? What's up, babe? What got going on? Some of everything. We have a lot going on. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. With the Stafford Boxing Club mentoring program. Yep. And then what came through with what I'll be doing soon. Oh, yeah, yep. yep. With that. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. You think I could say something about it, or should I just wait? Nah, wait, wait. Wait? Yeah, because I'm I'm learning about being quiet. Quiet and on time until... Well, even though it's actually happened, yeah. but we haven't, like, really just signed off on it. Yeah, signed off. Okay, yeah. I can kind of we, see we, that. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm learning about is make sure you put everything in black and white, because this is a business world. It is fair trade. It is, it is fair game. And people say things, but their action says another. And so in order to hold someone accountable, you got to make sure that it's in black and white, though, for real. And you know what I want to talk about, mm -hmm. too, is the jobs lately and how businesses have been operating. I'll say a little bit, but I know not to say too much. Did you come out today? No, I'm, no, 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 no. I would never. Nothing like that. I'm talking about yesterday when you had told me about the young lady oh we yeah, went there yeah, yeah, yeah. and then how certain things that i've gone through i'm not going to talk about what i've gone through when i've worked for other people or when i was working at somebody else's job and it seems now especially after the pandemic jobs or the people who are over the employees or business owners, uh, I believe some, not all, maybe taking advantage of the employees. I do know that there's, we've been hearing a lot about it being like a, a big turnover with the, the employees, you know, an employee will come in and then they'll work there for a while and then they'll just quit. And they don't even give their two weeks anymore. No. It's just like, they just don't show up maybe they call maybe they don't we don't know but as a business owner we do have to have some type of empathy for our employees and i get it a lot of um, employees are being overworked because they can't keep people at those jobs I don't know why. I do think maybe also they might 
want to venture off on their own maybe they're like well if i'm going to work this hard then i need to be working for myself it could be that it could just be also laziness too, you know work ethic because i'm gonna be honest with you all when i was working and i had said before i really wasn't making that much but i was working like I could just live life because at the end of the day, that's my responsibility. I applied for the job. I went for the interview. They told me what my responsibilities and what my duties were going to be. And I, I took that on once I signed on the dotted line and I said, okay, I accept the position. So just a shout out to everybody who might be going through um, being overworked and underpaid. Just hang in there. I mean, I it'll really, get better. Yeah. It really would. It really will. And, you know, so yesterday, me and Sheila, we went to this uh, this restaurant and we wanted to get something sweet. So we got a milkshake. And so I went to the window to order. I like strawberry shortcake. They make a mean strawberry shortcake milkshake. So Sheila, she liked chocolate. So I got her chocolate. And the young lady, you know, she came to the window. And she was like, uh, you know, only drive-through. I was like, oh man. I said, ma'am, is it? I, I know you said drive-through, but would you be kind of just, you know, kind of just let this one, you know, go? And in terms of just ordering from the window, because I just don't want to go walk way over there, get back in the car, drive all the way around, and get into the drive-through. And she just, she just broke down crying. And I was like, man, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I said, you know what? That, that's okay. I go ahead and get in the car and just go through drive through. She was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's okay. I was like, uh, I said, look, check this out. Before we go any further, this is what I need you to do. I just need you to wipe your eyes because you're making me feel bad just crying. And she said, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And, you know, she just kind of elaborate just a little bit. You know, I kind of didn't want to get into it, but she kind of needed somebody to just be a listening ear. And, uh, you know, I told, you know, she was like, I'm just tired. You know, there's not a lot of people here. You know, we just working. Ooh. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, look, man, just, you know, I can tell you to hang in there. And, you know, because I'm not actually in your shoes. So I really don't know what's going on. But for me right now, can you just, you know, take a deep breath? And she took a deep breath. She inhaled. She let it out. You know, and I just said, man, just one more thing. Just make sure you just wipe your eyes because I don't want to see you crying. That make me feel bad that you're crying. And uh, she did that show. She went and um, she uh, she even came to the door and opened the door and handed me the milkshakes. And I said, you know what? It was like two cars had pulled up. They were getting out. I said, you know what? I'm going to tell them to go and go through drive through to make it easy for you. She said, thank you. I, I greatly appreciate that. So oftentimes, you know, we be in situations and we just don't know how significant our kind words will be to somebody at that particular time. And like today, Sheila went into a store and a gentleman who worked there, he had a seizure. Yes. So, so it was just, you know, Sheila was, was, was at the right place at the right time. And it just seemed like that particular store didn't have certain things together that if a situation occurred like this, that they would have the resources, the equipment to address that person. And from what she told me that the individual was laying on the ground for a long time before someone even recognized the individual, people just walking by. 
And it's and it's kind of like the world that we live in now. Like we'll see someone do something to someone and we'll just watch it. Matter of fact, we'll just pull out our phone and we'll just start recording instead of, you know, trying to go see if we can apply some assistance to help the situation. But sometimes you do have to be careful. You got to be careful. But that was a situation. Yeah, that where, was a situation yeah. where because I literally had to tell them to call 911 and go get the AED. Yeah. Oh, with all businesses, please look. Let me just tell you all, we're going to say this real quick because we have some interesting topics to talk about. All businesses, small, medium, and large, number one, you need to have an AED. That is one of the most crucial things as well as a first aid kit. But also, all employees always need to go through some type of CPR, AED training. You're going to have to because that split second, you can lose somebody because the guy was on the floor and I, I was able to talk to him, but you could tell he was having a hard time breathing. Mm -hmm. But thank God. He was already in this position, mm -hmm. but if it had gotten worse, there was another young lady there that was CPR AED certified. Mm -hmm. I told her to wait because I really thought that we were going to have to work as a team because it got that bad. But then he eventually just started to calm down. So I thank God for that. So for I, had to, I had to stay there. I couldn't just walk off and leave. Nobody knew what to do. So even as a person who's have a love for the sport of boxing, you got to be well-rounded with certain other gifts yes. and talents so that yes. if you put into a situation, you'll be able to respond. It could mean life and death. And I just think that we need to be more well-rounded about certain things. I know that we are so consumed about you know, the fast life, the money, the house, the cars, the, the you know, lights, water, you know, rent, mortgage. Me, me, me. Me, 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 me. me, me. me. And, and sometimes, man, you know, we go through life and life would just pass us by and we're not enjoying the basic things, the nature things, the simple things that give us peace. And right at this moment, like I'm enjoying this moment right now, just being on the air. You know what I mean? Just, Shout out to the Talk and Fight family. For sure. For sure. For sure. Shout out to Eric. Graham, we greatly appreciate you guys, man. You guys are doing a terrific uh, job behind the scene with the engineer. Every time that we go on air, we always look crispy, clean, crisp, professional. Everything is A1 since day one, no cap. And we don't, we may not talk to or communicate with the others on the talking fight, but everybody's doing a great job. We're proud of everybody and their podcasts. And we just pray that what everybody's doing, whether on the podcast, in their personal life and in their professional life, that you all just flourish and just reach all of your goals and plus some. So we're thankful for being part of the talking fight family. Well, the topic of this podcast is the boxing what, uh, the boxing, boxing, the marathon continues. Yeah, boxing, the marathon con continues. Yeah, that's the name of this one. And so, uh, this weekend uh, there were some great fights. Uh, oh my gosh, was it? Yeah, and the one that I really kind of like was I ain't gonna lie, Shakur Stevenson. He's he's a uh, that boy tough. He's tough. Yeah, I have to give it to him. He's he has the science of boxing. Yeah, he's. 
He's the tough. science of boxing down. Yeah, that that he does. Yeah, and I also seen uh, his his power increase, his punching power. Like when he hit my man with the left hook, it was a lot of it was just a lot of pop behind that that left uh, punch. And early in in his career, you didn't see it as much, and he's very accurate too. Like you know, he wasn't just throwing punches just yeah. to be throwing punches. He was throwing them and connecting connecting them. And and if I'm mistaken, they said that. He landed like a lot of uh, power punches, mm -hmm. and the percentage was like I think he, like a hundred and some <laughs> yeah. power punches. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, Shakur Stevenson is, is a real premier, top notch uh, fighter. He is someone to be reckoned with in that uh, fight class. I think that uh, him and and, and Devin Haney. Ooh, yeah, they've been going back and yeah, forth. Devin Haney said that he'll remain at one thirty five. You know, so I, I think that 135 uh, uh, class is kind of like the premier yeah. uh, face of boxing mm -hmm. right now because you got Tank Davis, you got uh, is Earl Spence in that category too? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I think, so. I think but Earl, I do Spence. know that Ryan Garcia cannot eat uh, three days. He can't eat or drink anything three days out of a week. Oh, wow. Just so he, he can, can maintain, maintain the, weight. the weight to fight Davis. And you know what? I do have a lot of respect for that because I'm going to be honest with you. I can do, which I have, an intermittent fast for like a, a few hours, like two hours, three hours the most. But not to be able to drink or eat for three days, that just shows his passion, his grit his determination, his willpower. And his commitment. To, to, to boxing yeah. and his passion yeah. to really make this fight happen. Yeah, because I remember, you remember when we first got together, I went on a three-day yeah. spiritual uh, fast. And I felt bad I was eating, but I didn't feel like I'm, I was being called to do a fast. I, I, I mean, so fasting is tough, but <laughs> is. I did a three-day fast with no water, no food. I just was just trying to make sure that I was on point with God. And, and the only way to do that was to, you know, kind of turn down that plate and really just pray and, and get in that word. But yeah, but but fasting is, 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 Ooh, it's is not difficult. for the weak. Nah, it's not. It's difficult. It's difficult. You got to be real strong. Yeah, you got to be strong with that. <laughs> but at the same time, you would get a lot of clarity about a lot of things Facts. because it won't be no distraction. Like the food sometimes can be a distraction. But it was certain things going on in my life that the only way that I can hear from God is through fasting and prayer. Now, I did a Daniel fast. Yeah, what's that with nuts and stuff? Yeah, like that's that? just like no meats. So salads. But you know what I did do, though? Mm. On You know, on Covington, in that plaza right across the street from where we get gas from. Oh, the, uh, they have a, 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 a vegan place yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I went over there. And I had chicken, but it was it was it wasn't meat though. But it was good. But it was I was like, I ain't gonna lie. Some of that vegan food tastes like real authentic, you know. Because uh, we had that protein. Philly. Remember we had beef or chicken. Was it for Mother's Day when we had seen the rooster, and oh, then we yeah, went to yeah, that yeah, vegan yeah, place, yeah, 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 and it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't it was, remember. Um, I, it, it was, was at it was oh, little, little five points, points, and we had. Um, it was uh, 
what are those sandwiches called? Philly cheesesteak. Even oh, yeah. the cheese oh, and the man. fries was vegan. Now that was good. I ain't gonna lie, man. We had this vegan Philly cheesesteak with the French fries and I, man, I don't even know, but it it was fire. I think we should go try them out or try different. I want to try some Ethiopian food. Yeah, I got to do that. Oh, baby, you know what? I got the proclamation today. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, bring it out. Oh, so while he's doing that, I have to tell you all, there's two fighters that I do want to talk about. Man, they are on my top. They are my favorite. Keyshawn Davis and Jared Anderson. Let me tell you all something. Before they even had their fight this weekend, I watched Jared Anderson. Oh, my gosh. This man right here, now he does remind me some of Mike Tyson. The only thing is, I want him to start moving his head more. It's almost like he comes off is, okay, I can take that punch because what I'm about to put on my opponent is nothing compared to hit this punch that I'm going to get. That's how he comes off as. When I tell you his feet are like they have madness on them and they're just planted so firm. He is in magnificent, great shape. His punches are so hard. You just hear them. And in one of his fights, he knocked out his opponent so hard that you not only heard the punch, but when the guy fell, he bumped his head so hard. And I was concerned. I was like, y'all better check him and make sure that he does not have a head concussion. Jared's fight this weekend was out of this world. He had short punches because that's how close up. It, it, was, it, was, it was like, it was worse than 3D, probably, because he was like right here, and he was just doing short punches. He has so much power, so much stamina. He's like, I can't even explain it. I don't even know where he came from, and I know that he's been here for a moment, but it's, it's, his, it's, it's his body. It's like he doesn't use any... He doesn't use energy. He doesn't make. He uses energy. He uses the energy, it. but he doesn't waste it. And you don't really see him um, that often out of all the fights that I the fights that I did watch of his. He doesn't really miss that much. He mm -hmm. did miss occasionally, but he does not miss. This man right here. Man, I am impressed. I think he, he's like my, my top one, and then my husband's going to share this with you all, and then I have to talk about Keyshawn Davis. Oh, my gosh. Well, ladies Woo! and gentlemen, this do, here do, 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 is a U.S. House proclamation do, 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 for do, 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 our nonprofit organization, do, 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 the Stafford do, do, Boxing do, Club Day. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, I mean, it is beautiful. United States House of Representatives. So March the 29th, 2023 was the Stafford Boxing Day. So from this point on, March the 29th will be the Stafford Boxing Day in the yeah, for real. And it is so, oh, man, look at that, man. That thing is so beautiful, man. 
That thing is so beautiful, man. I mean, it's it just so beautiful, man. Look wow. It just, it's beautiful, man. Look at that, man. Thank you, Congressman Hank Johnson. Thank you. Uh, for acknowledging our work in the community. Thank you. We appreciate you guys tremendously. We had no idea that None. we were going to get this. Uh, not everybody can get their own day, Facts. but what's significant and special about this is that my name and Sheila name together as husband and wife is in this proclamation. And so uh, it, it is very special and dear to us. And we appreciate you guys Thank tremendously. You. Thank you so much. Uh, Eric Hubbard, yes. uh, Ms. Kathy Register, we Thank greatly you. appreciate it, man, um, for acknowledging our work with the Stafford Boxing Club, and we hope that this will, no, nah, ain't no hope, but this will definitely be a continuation, a marathon, yeah. a marathon continues, yes, so this is part of the marathon for the Stafford Boxing Club, so from this point on, it's, it's on and popping. So once again, we want to thank Congressman Hank Johnson and his office for this proclamation for the Stafford Boxing Club. March the 29th is the Stafford Boxing Club day. And we are in the United States uh, Library of Congress. So that's just like the Bible for, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, being in that, I mean, that's, that's crazy. So, wow. you know, we will forever be known. And we give God the glory and the praise if it wasn't Thank for you. him. For real. Thank you. Yep. As a matter of fact, this is my second one. I got my own individual, but this is special because this is me. Is this that? Go ahead and touch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yep. But yeah, but anyway, going got that out of the way. So uh may want to thank uh Walmart. Walmart. Oh man, my gosh, man. Walmart, thank you so much. Man, for real, man. Walmart is making a difference in the community. For real. You really are. A lot of thank people you. be giving Walmart a hard time, but for the staff of boxing club and for myself personally, individually, Walmart been A1 since day one. And, and we are very fortunate because there's a lot of applicants that apply for Walmart grants and stuff. And oftentimes they don't get it. But I guess when God got his hand on you and yeah. you're doing the right thing, and you know, we we just very grateful for Walmart for all their uh contribution to the Stafford Boxing Club. For real. For real, for real. Hey, before we get on, let me just speak a little bit more on Jared Anderson. I am so excited. I when I was um Watching his fights, you all know I take notes, okay? So, but he's also known as Big Baby. He he comes in ready. He's not even there to play. He knows what he has to do. He knows what he wants to do. But like I said, I just want him to move his head. That That's one of the main things. So, um, deadly body shots in one of his fights, Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't even imagine when I saw that body shot, I couldn't breathe. I think I stopped breathing for a minute, for real. That's just how serious it is. It's serious. Um, he goes, he works up on the top, he, then he'll go to the body, he'll go back to the top. His left hand is dangerous. Don't let him get that uppercut. Already talked about balance. He And his um, punches are in great sequence hooks overhands and like i said 
doesn't doesn't use any unnecessary energy. But let me talk about Keyshawn Davis real quick and before we get into the um, traits and all that other stuff. Keyshawn Davis, I will actually have to say about him is he's a five star. Five star? Yeah, I have to say he's a five star inside and outside of the ring. And that's something that we're going to talk about too. His defense, feints, patience, speed, power, footwork. Counter jabs, low jabs, great reflexes. And he walked out being a champion as well. Now, the I do have to say, the the one George who Jared fought, it had said on YouTube that he was the next Mike Tyson. I'm talking about George. Now, no disrespect, everybody. Yes, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody. And this is not because he lost the fight this weekend, but I had watched some of his other fights. Now, what he does do is he does move his head a lot. I will say that. He'll duck, he'll slip, and he has pulled back. But the next Mike Tyson, I really did not see that. It's only one Mike Tyson. There's though. only one Mike Tyson, but you can see some similarities in other boxers because Floyd Mayweather, I believe you were watching it or I was watching it, and he said that he has taken yeah. other boxers' styles, but he made it unique into his own. Yes. Now, I can see that, but to actually say for someone to be, like I said, Jared Anderson has some qualities like Mike Tyson, because once Mike is on you, he's on you. He will not stop. It's like Jared Anderson. He, he just would not stop. I'm trying to figure out, like, I, I just, I, when I'm speechless, that means that they're the ones. I ain't gonna lie. My, <laughs> my top fighters right now uh, would have to go, I, I have to go with uh, Javante Davis, I do like Errol Spence. I do like Terrence Crawford. I do like Devin Haney. I do like Loma Chico. I, like I, I do like um, uh, Shakur Stevenson. Uh, Canelo's still good to me. Yeah. Canelo's still good. I, I like him. I like, uh, what's his name? Joshua. Uh, Anthony? Yeah. I like Joshua Anthony. Uh, He's been getting some slack, though. Yeah. With I like you I, I you know what? I, I I like Usyk. But you know, Sheila, we we've seen on the internet that boxing is a global sport. Yeah. And we look at like the guys in Nigeria and, and then we compare it to the guys here mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. And man, the things that these guys in Nigeria and yeah. Africa uh, used to, yeah. to to perfect their craft. I'm like, if anything, they can. I'm talking about they're like very creative, creative, and they passionate yeah. and determined and disciplined. And one of the things I'm going to talk about is persistent and consistency. And that falls in line with some of the things that I have, like the characteristics that make a great boxer and qualities of a great boxer. Very good. So that will fall into too. What you yeah. what you have going on too? So you, I mean, do you want to go first? Uh, why not? Go ahead. So characteristics that make a great boxer, of course, it would help if you are already athletic. 
And of course, a lot of boxers like that one-on-one, you know, one-on-one competition. And also, let's talk about quickness. Now, I was also looking at some of Sugar Ray Leonard's um, training and some of his fights. He was extremely quick, of course, because you have to be quick. Okay, okay, I'm gonna stop saying that. Okay, so, so you have to be quick. Your opponent's always moving. You're always moving. So you got to be quick. You got to hit your opponent. Be ready to always hit your opponent. So you have to be quick. So Sugar Ray Leonard. I was also looking at Manny Pacquiao. He has punching, punching accuracy. Uh, let's see. Oh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, punching power. Defense. We all know Floyd Mayweather. You don't play when it comes to that. The goat. You have to. And Sugar Ray Robinson, he had some great conditioning. I'm not saying that other boxers don't, but when I was doing my research and I was looking up boxers, certain certain qualities, certain traits that some boxers have is just more um, visible. Visible than others. Yes. And then of course, discipline. Marvelous Marvin Adler. But going back to Sugar Ray Robinson, man, he was a class. He was in the way that he dressed too. Man, and he spoke dude. so clear oh, and properly. I just hate I'm the inspired. fact that he was taking I'm, a little bit advantage of man, I'm inspired. I'm I'm say listen, Sugar Ray Robinson is the best pound for pound fighter ever. I can say that. Ever. I can say that. Ever. I, I agree with that. Ever. I agree with that. Ever. And he was he was a class act. He was. He dressed well. He spoke well. Inside and out of the ring. You young fighters, if you want to understand how to conduct yourself as a professional fighter, please YouTube Sugar Ray Robinson and watch how he dressed. Watch how he spoke to the camera. Watch how he, you know, uh, carried himself inside of the uh, boxing ring and outside of the boxing ring. It's very important. You know, we 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 have adopted a very flashy lifestyle and, and persona too. and being nasty and disrespectful. But one of the things about a, a, a great champion is that he has sportsmanship. Yes, I get it. You have to sell the fight so that people can tune in. But your boxing skills, your boxing record, uh, should be the main factor in why people want to tune in. Not because you, you know, degrading this fighter and saying things about his personal life. Or, or you won't shake his hand. You won't shake if he his just hand. shakes your hand. I don't see. You know what? What's his name with the um, MMA? I can't even think of his name right now. The promoter. Uh, Dana White. Yeah, like I've watched some of their um, conferences, media press conferences. And uh, there have been some times where they'll shake each other's hands. Now, I know that sometimes you might want to be uh, and be all disrespectful. Okay, I get it. But I think if someone puts their hand out like this, wouldn't it be the honorable thing to do is to at least shake their hand yeah. and then y'all can go to talking crap to one another or you talk crap to one another and then 
that's what custom model talked cans. about I don't know. having good sportsmanship and that's why i am such a big <clears throat> fan and a student of his philosophy and his legacy that he had left behind so i'm constantly reading stuff about custom model and his lifestyle is so inspirational that I have to read like a little, a little bit, bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and kind of marinate on it, and just like okay, I you know, and the thing about Customato that I really admire about him is his tenacity. And he, boy, did he have patience? Yeah, he Even though patience. I know some things he might have done or said may make people be like, "What the heck is he doing?" No. But you got to give it to him. It worked. It worked. Because <laughs> he stood up when things, when there was an injustice. And a lot of times people won't do that. Mm -hmm. And so there will never be another custom model. And so I hope that you and I, yeah. Sheila, are fortunate to leave behind a legacy that will inspire another generation. Just like Cuss, yeah. you know, left behind his legacy and someone was very crafted in putting his thoughts and his philosophy in a book so a person like myself can read and understand. And so, yes, I didn't grow up as a boxer. I grew up as a fan of boxing, but it was until later on in our mm -hmm. years together that we had a passion about the sport of boxing and how the discipline of becoming a boxer, being amateur or professional, how the mental aspect can help uh, enhance the mindset of the at-risk youth that are in our community. So that's what we're very passionate about. We're passionate about the mental aspect. And if you have a strong mental aspect about your emotions and uh, self-control, self -control, you can go a long way in life. And I think that's the unique thing about boxing. It is a, it's a sport of science. Yeah. Everyone may think that boxing is, is like just get in the ring and start boxing. No, Ooh, no. it's not like that. <laughs> it is really a chess uh, a chess match, but you have two people who are conditioned mm -hmm. to throw punches. And the, the name of, excuse me, the, 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 the object of the sport of boxing is to accumulate a certain amount of points. Mm -hmm. And if you and if you're lucky to, you know, get your opponent in a position where you can throw a punch and you knock them out, then that's great. But you're trying to throw punches and connect with accuracy and you're trying to not get hit but use defense. So that's what we, the staff of boxing, is a big fan of. And so we try to take that, study that and implement that into our program and Hopefully that it will encourage the, the youth that are in our programs to be mentally strong and self-controlled. Because now today, Sheila, like when kids have behavioral problems, mm -hmm. it carries with them all through their academic journey. So like in the elementary school, it may not have the severe as it would in the middle school. But once you get to that middle school, it definitely carries weight going into the high school and then once you get into high school it carries weight whether or not you want to get into a university a trade school whatever so we are you know adopting the, the mindset the philosophy from custom model and what he did with mike tyson because he spoke yeah that greatness into yeah. you know what i mean and so that's what we're trying to do that's what we are doing we are speaking greatness 
into the minds of our youth that they can become what they want to be. Now, the thing about our program, Sheila, and you agree with it, is that our program is not a program where we are actually really trying to um, recruit uh, boxers. Yeah. We are using, like I say, the sport of boxing from a mental aspect so that they can have that type of discipline to read, to study, to go to bed when they're supposed to go, to, you know, have the discipline to not be on social media, to the discipline to eat when they, you know, have the, the food to eat, the, you know, discipline to stay active in school, meaning like when the teacher is talking, not be disrupted in the class. Facts. Those are things that we are talking about, you know, and our slogan is staff for boxing, the making of champions. And so we are developing kids to have champion-like character. And that's what Cuss is talking about here. Cuss is talking about having that type of mindset to be a, a, a champion of character and a champion in the boxing room. And so Cuss, yes, he talks about what it would take to be a, a champion boxer. But the first thing it starts with is in the mind. Right. And so that's what we are focused on. And so if we just so happen to, you know, run across a young girl or a young boy who has aspirations to be a world champion or who wants to venture off into that sport, then, yeah, we think that we have the right mindset and we think that and we believe in our gifts and talents to help uh, cultivate that young boy, that young girl into a world champion, both inside the boxing ring and outside the boxing ring. So that's what we stand for. And that's why this uh, podcast is called Boxing the Marathon Continues, because it's one generation after another. So now we have now I remember when Mike Tyson was the face of boxing. Right. And then Floyd Mayweather, mm -hmm. and you had Pacquiao, mm -hmm. and then but before that you had Sugar Ray Leonard, and you had uh, James Tony, you had Muhammad Ali, you had Mike Tyson, you had all in Jack Dempsey, um, Jack Johnson, all these great fighters. Everyone had their era. So the marathon continues in boxing. So now we're in the era of Javante Davis, mm -hmm. Ryan Garcia, Shakur Stevenson, Terrence Crawford, um, Earl Spence. Jared Anderson, Keyshawn Davis. So on and so <laughs> on. And so the one thing about boxing is that uh, the styles change. You know, once it was the pickable, now it was the shuffle. Now, once upon a time, it was the, you know, the Jack Dempsey shift. You know, it was just so many things. And so I think now that the art of boxing has evolved because of YouTube, where people can watch different fighters from different era and pick up certain things that they can, you know, enhance and make their craft become special, that it'll stand out. Because at the end of the day, a boxer, what he really want to become is a prize fighter, mm -hmm. right? He want to be a, become a prize fighter so that he can, you know, get money. But the thing that we want to talk about today is the being, you know, the mindset of being a, a world champion, a, a boxer of character. Mm -hmm. Now you read what you're going to do, which will then fall into what I have. Okay, very good. So persistence and consistency, the
The road to glory and mastery is a long one. It is a path that weeds out those who are not truly serious about their ambitions in order to achieve ring success. You will need to be extremely persistent in your training and consistent in match performances. Mm. You know, and, and man, cuz man, you was man, you were <laughs> awesome, man. Like, I, you know, I think it was also beyond his time. I too. think so too. I think so too. I think so too. Persistent in training. As the young Mike Tyson said, fighting is the easy part about fighting because the training is the hard part. The truth is that training is boring naturally. You repeat the same technique and the same workouts literally thousands of times. But it is important to accept that this is the reality of boxing. Boxing mastery requires consistency. Mm. And Every time that we go to some of these gyms in Metro Atlanta, we see the same thing over and over. But like custom models say, consistency is the thing that you have to become a master at your craft. So that left hook, you know, it has to be precision. And I'm going to bring up his name because as I'm reading about this, I saw it this weekend. Shakur? Yeah, Shakur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Shakur punches were just it was with accuracy and the only way that he can get to that level is the consistency in the boxing gym his grandfather done a remarkable job training this young man to be a real force to be reckoned with in that weight class it is important that you are persistent even if you are facing personal problems in your life mm. let me read that again it is important that you are persistent even if you are facing personal problems in your life many roadblocks will threaten to derail you from your focus in training, but you need to continue to spend time in the boxing gym. These obstacles can come in the form of distraction, injuries, personal trage tragedies, financial struggles, rejection, and other setbacks that slow your progress towards your training targets. Listen, that's just like life. That's why boxing, the marathon continues. There are gonna be a lot of distractions in your path, family finances um things that may go on that tragedies. is out of your control tragedy tragedies whatever it may be you need to stay focused you need to keep going bro you need to get in that boxing gym every day and to be honest with you the way our community is right now that boxing gym will save your life mm -hmm. distractions are the perfect opportunity to test how far you are willing to willing to go for boxing greatness. Let me read that again. Distractions are the perfect opportunity to test how far you are willing to go for boxing greatness. But what separates the good fighters and the great fighters is the consistency of discipline throughout these situations. And that's what we are talking about. We are talking about being consistent and we are talking about having discipline in your consistency. Mm. Many fighters fall short of success because they allow their levels of discipline to drop during the darker periods of life. Consequently, they do not gain any momentum to push themselves out of it. Listen, let me tell you something. Today, I woke up, I saw something, it threw me for a loophole. I was somewhat like just kind of questioning a lot of things, having discussions, but my wife encouraged me 
I heard the voice of God encourage me, and then we ran across an yeah, old school. I was just about to say that. You know what I'm saying? An older gentleman. I never met this man in his life, but he spoke a very important word of encouragement that I needed to hear at that particular time. And then it's not to say that, you know, I'm not a man of God or, or I don't believe in God. I don't believe in what God's word. Go but he reminded me that we all are human. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can put so much pressure on me to be great that sometimes I forget that I'm human and that, and that I will have these moments and, that'll, and that's okay as long as I don't give up. And that's something that I don't believe in consistency. However, potentially, uh, great fighters will remain disciplined by making sure that he still invests hours into training to maintain his progress. If a fighter is injured, does he still progress in his boxing in another way? Let me read that again. If a fighter is injured, does he still progress in his boxing in another way? That's when the mental aspect. So let's just say if your left hand hurt or you injured, work on your right hand. Or if you are not able to, you know, physically go into the gym, you need to be watching video. You need to be studying. You need to be reading. You need to be so uh, in tune with your craft that you that you're obsessed with it. Like me, I am obsessed with being the best staffer that I can be. You don't know what I do behind the scenes to, to be prepared for my opportunities because one thing I know about opportunities, they come, but if you're not prepared for it, they'll, they will go by you and it, you may not never get it again. So I eat studying fight films, just like I was saying, exercising other parts of the body, just like I was saying, working on light intensity skill drills if a fighter suffers a bad breakup in a relationship or in another manner does he allow his depression to keep him out of the gym you know i remember once upon a time i was mentoring some guys at georgia state on the football team and man i've seen it over and over and over again and i and i've seen this in other aspects of life these guys were getting in personal relationship with the girls and the girls will break their heart. They don't want to go to class no more. They don't want to go to practice no more. They don't want to work no more. You know, I, I you know, I, I've been there. I understand what I, I, I understand what it's like to get your heart broken. You know what I mean? It hurts. You don't want to eat. You don't want to sleep. And that's why I learned um, after those situations that. I need to get myself together. I need to be persistent about my dreams, my goals, my aspirations, because I know that realistically, I only have a certain amount of time, period, here. So I want to make sure that I get to where I need to get to so that when I do come across a beautiful young lady that who has the potential to be my wife, I'll be equipped with what I need to be what I need to be for her. But that don't come unless you are consistent and you're persistent in your craft. And that's some of the things that I see in our young black men is that we're caught up in relationships. And then when we get into these relationships, then we're trying to find ourselves. And then not only are you messing up your life, but you messing up her life. And then you out of the perfect will of God, then you in his permissive will. So things get, get crazy. So you need to stay focused, man. Just so, don't have sex. Yeah, right now because know. like you said mentally mentally you're not you're you're not you're, you're not, not ready, ready mentally not and ready. even for just real quick 
even for those that brag about how many women they've been or they were able to get this one particular woman and then vice versa, the women may say the same thing. Mentally, that's not mentally sounding right. That's a distraction. Because once you get some of that good, good, you want you want some more. And so now you caught up with that. Then that's the, you know, the girl can get pregnant. So now the girl done got pregnant and laws and changed now. You can't get abortion. You got to have that or baby. STD or STD. Get an STD, whatever. Get you see what I'm saying? So your whole focus, so you ain't focus on your crap. You focus on trying to get that girl, the jewel box. You feel what I'm saying? So me personally, like I say, if I had to do it all over again, I would have waited until I got married to, you know, be intimate with my wife because uh, being with uh, multiple people, like in our community, we 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 promote like being mm. with other uh, multiple women is or multiple men. Or multiple men, you know, it's a it's a badge of honor. In, in reality, it's a badge of disgrace. It's a badge of no self-control, no discipline. It shows immaturity. It doesn't show like a person is wise or a person understand the consequences. Now, being with a woman at the right time, being with a man at the right time is a beautiful thing. But the first thing you have to do is get yourself together. And so that's why I love the sport of boxing is because of the discipline. So um, being being clear in your purpose helps a fighter to do this as it forces him to set a standard that he has to live up to. Otherwise, he will fall to strive in accordance with his purpose. You must know what it is you want and why. So why do you want to be a boxer? What do you want out of it? Some people want money. Some people want fame and legacy. Some people want likes on social media. Some people want followers. You have to understand what you're in it for. Are you in it to fight for your country? Are you in it to fight for your family? Are you in it to provide a better lifestyle? Are you in it to be an inspiration? Whatever it is, you need to find it out. But like I say, being consistent and persistent, consistency and perseverance will definitely weed out if you real or if you fake. You're going to find out one way or the other. Especially with that first punch. Firstly, with that, like Mike Tyson say, all that yah 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 yah, you want to be a fighter, but when you get hit with that first punch, we're going to see. <laughs> Lastly, being consistent in matches refers to the moments when you've been hit and hurt. Just what you just said. It, it, you know, see, that's the thing about us. Like, we on the same level. We on the same path. We on the same mindset, spiritually, all that. So just like I was just saying, you know, get by a hit, then I just end up reading it crazy. So um, been hit and hurt and have to manage the situation afterwards. Man, let me tell you something. Fighting is a dangerous sport, man. One one punch can really uh, cause you to have uh, some physical disabilities for a lifetime. It, it can even mean death. So when you get into that boxing ring, you know, it's mean business. And so that's, so I translate that the, the inside the four corners of a boxing ring to life. Life is serious out here, man. One move, one decision can cost you. So when you get out here and you sucking and jobbing and, and doing all this crazy stuff, remember the consequences come with that. An elite fighter, when you get hit, that's when you got to be calm, remaining clever and smart. Again, you can only select the most logical options to help you come back when you're calm. 
And that's just like today we was talking about, uh, you know, we said, man, we ain't going to make no emotional decision. We're going to just, you know, give us some time, get our head together before we, you know, make that decision. And, you know, that that's the thing I like about, you know, Sheila, like she has strengths that compensate for my weakness and I have strength that compensate for her weakness. So together we always complement each other and we are always sharpening each other blade. And I might be strong in this area and she may not, but it don't mean that she's not capable of it. It just that means that I have a little bit more experience in that and I have a better understanding. And so as me being her cover, I'm teaching her and showing her not through um, you know, making her feel less than a woman because she's a queen. I'm encouraging her in my own way of how to be better in this area because I kind of don't like the thing that I'm better than you in certain areas. I always like to, you know, want us to be at a level where we are equal, that we just, you know, have an understanding about this. And But at the same time, my view may be different than your view and vice versa. But at the same time, our view are lined together for the one purpose that we are after, and that's being a champion. Let me see. No matter what happens in the ring, a fighter should stick to his standard emotional baseline. Otherwise, he will be at risk of potentially losing control of his actions and thoughts. And so, oh, in life... I've been tested lately, too. Oh, a great deal. But at the same time, just being emotional, uh, stable, will definitely help you become a person of character, a, a, a champion. And... One of the things that I'm learning and continuing to learn about life is like, you know what, when things don't go my way and, uh, you know, my mind reflects back to a boxer and the discipline and the mindset of that boxer in that ring. So uh, in life, I may get hit with a side punch and I get stung. But I don't react. I kind of get myself together. But at the same time, I stick to what got me to this point. I stick to what has been successful in my life. And I do not go outside of that box. So if you come up to a situation that you may be facing and the situation causes you to look at things differently, remember what got you to that point And you stick with that no matter how difficult it is. If you do that you get yourself through by moving forward. But if you decide at the last minute from an emotional standpoint, well, I'm gonna just try something that you ain't even tried, then you're gonna put yourself in a very compromising situation and that could cost you your life or it can forfeit the position that you're in in life. So with that being said, I believe that our title and the things that we're talking about align with what we are talking about boxing, the marathon continues in boxing in the ring and boxing and in life. That's true. And a lot of the fighters that we discussed today and of course on other podcasts, hey, the marathon was, they still on the marathon because Floyd, he's still, he's still fighting even though they're expeditions and then he's doing other things. And then he's also, um, speaking with other fighters as well. So he's not being closed-minded. Mike Tyson does it as well. Humble beginnings for him. Now look where he's at and look at the things he's doing. Manny Pacquiao and so many others. So yeah, this was actually a perfect title for today too.
but I also like the fact how we can use boxing and the skills and the mental aspects of boxing for real life in real life situations, no matter what it is, personal business. I like, I like it. That. Hey, listen, um, what we're trying to work on is being a more concise and efficient podcast. Uh, and so we want to, uh, you know, tell everyone, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't tuned in, uh, you know, we catch you next time. But do us a favor, like and share and subscribe to the channel. And we look forward to presenting more informative information about boxing and in life. With that being said, is there anything else you want to say before we go? No, I guess that's it. <laughs> oh, I forgot, dude. My bad, baby. We haven't been doing it anyway. I know we have been, though, for real. When We didn't do it last week. Yeah, we did. We did it through the... Um, the, uh, well, it was a week before last we didn't do it because I think it was two times that we've done the podcast and we didn't do that. And we haven't even been. I think last week we did staff for boxing, the making of champions. But I don't know if we did it the, the week before last or we always do it, but it's not it. At, at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah, we do I it like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We've been doing it at the end. Now. Yeah. Well, anyway, we thank you for tuning in to the Stafford Boxing Report. Stafford Boxing. The making of champions.